Kate here and welcome back to Smart Every Day. It's been a busy fortnight in the world with the US midterm elections, COP27 and the G20. At the COP27 conference in Egypt, nearly 200 countries discussed compensating poor nations for mounting damage linked to climate change. Clearly, poorer countries have had far less impact on the environment, so it seems only fair that they should be compensated, especially as they are arguably suffering the most from the consequences. By 2030, around $340 billion per year will be needed to help developing countries. Yet in 2020, just $29 billion from donor nations was set aside to help. At the G20 Intergovernmental Forum in Bali, the world's major economies focused on how to overcome the challenges related to the pandemic. Putin sent Lavrov, Russia's foreign minister, as he didn't have the guts to face the other leaders, and Russia was slammed for its invasion of Ukraine. Italy's Maloney was the only female representative there. Zelensky snubbed Russia in a video speech addressing what he called the G19, and as the meeting ended, there was a wave of missiles over Ukraine, including Kiev. The US and China have pledged to reset their relationship on a more positive footing, while Macron and Xi Jinping vow to overcome the war through close coordination. Business news now, and the worldwide recession is really starting to bite as big companies are laying off staff in droves. Mr. Musk sacked around 8,000 employees or half of its workforce by email and the entire board of directors as soon as he had taken over Twitter, saying the company was losing $4 million each day and facing bankruptcy. He is now charging $8 per month for the verified blue tick. Musk calls himself Chief Twit. (laughs) You said it. Facebook owner Meta is also firing around 8,000 workers, more than one in eight staff. Zuckerberg said the company was overstaffed and inefficient as they had overinvested at the start of COVID. He accepted responsibility for the revenue collapse, but this will be little comfort for those who have been made redundant, especially as they lost access to company systems immediately. Although he did allow them email access until the end of the day so they could say farewell to their colleagues. What generosity. Yes, I'm being sarcastic. Zuckerberg was lucky that Musk had set the bar so low with his email firings. Amazon has also announced that it's planning to cut 10,000 jobs or 3% of its office staff due to tech firms shedding jobs as sales slow amid growing concerns of an economic downturn. Entertainment now and we're going to take a quick look at two phenomena from Northern Europe, the Danish Hygge and Fika from Sweden. Fika is a coffee or tea break, but rather than being just a quick hit of caffeine, it's an excuse to slow down and relax with others, ideally with a bun or a slice or two of cake. Yum yum. The Swedes are known for their tradition of slowing down to make time to appreciate life's joys, no matter how small. Fika is believed to improve productivity and enhance well-being. It must work as many Swedish firms have compulsory Fika breaks at 10am and 3pm and Swedish workers are some of the least stressed worldwide. It has also been proven to reduce workplace accidents. Meanwhile in Denmark, Huga is also about taking time out from the daily rush to spend time with people you care about, family or friends, or even by yourself, just to relax and enjoy life's simple pleasures. The word can be traced back to the Middle Ages and means protected from the outside world. 
The setting is at home or another quiet place where you can share a meal and wine or beer or hot chocolate and some sweet food. It's ideal when it's cold and dark outside as it encourages Danes to spend time together indoors. It reflects the values of Danish society, which are equality and well-being. So get your candles and blankets out and use the autumn and winter as an excuse to try a little northern culture. Cinnamon roll, anyone? Now, we're warming up for the controversial World Cup in Qatar, and according to Opta, reigning champions France are the third favourite to win, with a 13% chance of retaining their title. The odds and rankings are based on historical and recent performances, taking into account seedings and the composition of groups. Favourites to win are Brazil, with a 16% chance, followed by Argentina. England are fifth, and Germany sixth. Brazil also has the highest probability of reaching the final, although France has the highest probability of qualifying for the knockout stages at 91%, before the overall favourites Brazil at 89%. Go France! Self-development now, and many people think they are disorganised and can't change that, but we're going to look at some habits to make you more organised, to help you stay on top of things and avoid stress. First of all, write things down. Trying to remember will only complicate your life further, so use a pen and paper or your phone to make lists. Secondly, set goals, make deadlines and stick to them. Only add tasks you really want or need to accomplish or you will get distracted. Next, don't procrastinate. Do it and tick it off so you don't waste time and energy worrying or thinking about it. Store things properly so they're neat and easy to find. This will save time and also look nice. Declutter regularly and don't hoard. Whether it's weekly, monthly or quarterly, throw things away that you no longer need. Apparently this really helps to reduce stress. So if you don't use it, give it away, recycle it or bin it. I love decluttering. Don't be tempted by bargains. Only buy things that you really need or want for a particular reason. Lastly, delegate responsibilities, whether at work to your colleagues or suppliers or at home to your family and friends. So that's all from Smart Iridi for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on Super Brian as always, and I will talk to you soon. Take care now.